Okay, continuing Simon on Hay in the Halachas of Birchas Shachar, we are discussing the Halachas of Minyan, and we are currently discussing the Halachas of a child when a child becomes Bar Mitzvah, and we got into some of the classic discussions in Halacha regarding Bar Mitzvah boys when you have one who was born before uh, the other, yet his Bar Mitzvah will be later than the other. This is a classic Jewish riddle. As we will see in Sif Yud here. So So the year that they were born, you had one boy who was born on the 29th day of Adarishan. And the next day, it could be twin brothers even. And the other boy was born during Adarshani, but the first day of Adarshani. So he's born later. He's younger than the previous boy. Now, 13 years later, there's only one other. So, as we're going to see in the Mishabura, the, when you only have, when, uh, when you have uh, this boy that was born in Adar Rishon, since 13 years later, there's only one other. He has no choice. His, his Bar is going to be Adar. Chavtes Adar. There's no Rishon, there's no Shemi 13 years later. So his Bar Mitzvah is Chavtes Adar. The boy that was born on Aleph Adar Beis, 13 years later, there's also only one Adar. So his Bar Mitzvah is going to be on Aleph Adar, and his, he will become Bar Mitzvah before his uh, brother, who's older than him, because of the way Adar works. And in a nutshell, what we're going to learn is that Adar Beis is the real Adar, and Adar Aleph, Adar Rishon, is simply an extra month of the year. And unless someone was born in Adar Rishon, you're not going to have a Bar Mitzvah in Adar Rishon. Next. The Ramah points out, I think I, I said that, So the younger boy will have a Bar Mitzvah first. The Ramah says, Mishnah of Adar Vinasa Mitzvah Bishnasa Ibor, and Vinasa Mitzvah Adar Shani, because Adar Shani is the real Adar. The Mishnah elaborates and speaks this all out. Just to uh, give a preview, there's two Chidushin that we're going to see. One, as we just mentioned, that Adar Shani is the real Adar, and therefore you could have all your classic Jewish riddles. How do you have one boy who's younger than, he's not 13 years old yet, but he's Bar Mitzvah, or you have a boy who, you have two brothers. And one is bar mitzvah a month or twenty nine days before his older before his older brother, so that's from this sif. And the chiddush is that when you have boys that were born in a ibrayar, other rishon and other sheni, when it comes bar mitzvah, it's all, there's only one other. If that's the the year that there's only one other, so then they just look at the calendar date. If it was yud zayin other and it was yud ches other, so whatever it is, they're going to be bar mitzvah during that other. And you have a funny case where one boy was born at the end of Adar Rishon, the second boy was born in the beginning of Adar Shani, but 13 years later, there's only one Adar, so then the younger one will end up being Bar Mitzvah first. That's Chiddush number one. Chiddush number two we're going to see is that when someone is born on Rish Chodesh, whether it's Lamid of the previous month, so there was two-day Rish Chodesh that year, or it was simply Aleph of the month, and it was a one-day Rish Chodesh, his bar mitzvah is Rish Chodesh. And we'll see that you could have a very interesting Naftamina and Nahalacha. We had a, we had an interesting case in Minneapolis. If, I, if I'm getting the details correct, I wasn't the practicing rabbi on this uh, bar mitzvah boy. But the, uh, the story goes that there was a boy who was born 13 years ago. And 
he was born on Lamed Shvat, and that year, it was uh, obviously Lamed Shvat is going to be, going to be Rosh Chodesh. Thirteen years later, you had an Ibrayor. So is this bar mitzvah on Lamed Shvat, or is the bar mitzvah on Rosh Chodesh Adar? And if his bar mitzvah is talking on Rosh Chodesh Adar, then he has to wait until Adar Sheni to have a bar mitzvah. This is a discussion in the Poiskin. The Pesketchubas brings down this exact case uh, in the Halachas of, uh, of, of Adar. But you see this concept that if you're born on Rosh Chodesh, even though it's technically Lamed of the previous month, your Bar Mitzvah is called Rosh Chodesh. So let's see the Mishnah. We're going to go through it quickly. It's, uh, if you have a pen and paper to write these down, it's just, it makes it easier. It's not a complicated Halacha. Just to get the details and how he explains it, it could be a little bit of a a uh, little, uh, it just requires a little concentration. Okay, a little more concentration than perhaps other halachas. In a Mubaris, Mishabura here says, If in the 13th year you also had an Ibrayar, so you know, that's the Psaq of the Mishabura. Other Rachmanim argue. The Mishabura says, If you had a Bar Mitzvah boy who was born in an Adarishan and now in the bar mitzvah year, that's also an adarishan and adarshini situation. He could have his bar mitzvah. He has his bar mitzvah and adarishan. Next, I'll ask him about tishal adar. The malad teimad to say shechash of adarishan shenol boy b'malkim shvat. The kaven shigiyah esrim tishal b'shvat b'shnas shlosh esrim yinasim bar mitzvah. I would have thought that no. Now in the thirteenth year, we already had twelve months. We don't have to wait uh, another thirteenth month. Hamashma no. The lawyer minun kain. Now. What is this adding to the previous halachas? In a nasa, afagav the kfakasim mechaber siftes the chodesh iru bechlau that we don't care that there was an extra month. I would have thought we come up and have mina dafka benoah bechodesh adar bechodesh acher. He's going to be chodesh nisan. I would have thought okay. You have a regular case. A boy was born first day of nisan, so in his thirteenth year, we could have said apisvara he should be bar mitzvah ready from adar because he already had twelve months, and this year after adar rishon was adar sheni. Instead of it being Rosh Chodesh Nisan, it was Rosh Chodesh Adar Beis. But he, he he really should have been a Bar Mitzvah boy. So Kamash Mon, Sif Tess, no. That Einas Bar Mitzvah Adar Rosh Chodesh Nisan. That, I understand it from Sif Tess. But I would have thought of another Rosh Chodesh Adar, where you have two Adars here. Have a minute, Einas Bar Mitzvah Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon. Here, you're not fixing the calendar here. You're not, you know, making people confused. It's also called Adar on the calendar. So fine, he was born... In uh in Adar, in a regular year, let him be bar mitzvah. Adarishon, it's twelve, it's thirteen years later. Kamashlon sif yud tells me no, the Adarishon lenikra Adar el chodesh ibur mikri. It's called chodesh ibur. It's not called Adar proper. Sharei in karnas in the gilah Adarishon. We don't learn the gilah in Adarishon. Vanav inish loshes v'shinor shleiman. We need to have thirteen full years. Next halacha mishnah be mishnah b'rosh chodesh kislev. Someone was born on the first day of rosh chodesh kislev, and on that year vayoshni on rosh chodesh it was two days of rosh chodesh. So he was technically born on lamed cheshvan uvishnash lesh as we cheshvan chaser. The kislev in al yom echad rosh chodesh kislev was only one day rosh chodesh. Afal became in a nasa bar mitzvah ad rosh chodesh kislev. Even though he was born a day before aleph kislev. So maybe he should be bar mitzvah already on the 29th day of Cheshvan. Not sure what the Havamina would be. He only becomes bar mitzvah Rosh Chodesh Kislev. The bigger Chodesh is the opposite. Mishnod Rosh Chodesh Kislev, Elohi Rakia Mechad Rosh Chodesh. He was born Aleph Kislev. Uvishnash Lesh Esri Hoyishne Yom Rosh Chodesh. Nasa bar mitzvah Yom Mishnod Rosh Chodesh. 
that year there's 30 days in Cheshvan. So his bar mitzvah, even though he knows on his Hebrew birth certificate it says Olive Kislev, his bar mitzvah is Lamed Cheshvan. Why? Because when you're born on Olive Kislev or Lamed Cheshvan, we don't say that's your birthday. On your certificate it should say Roy Shchaydesh Kislev. Aleph de Rosh Chodesh Kislev. So whenever Aleph de Rosh Chodesh Kislev falls out, that's when your birthday is. Okay, let's see Sif Yud Aleph. Shulchan Aruch. Avarian Sha'avar Agzeir Tzibur Ay Sha'avar Avarian Mlani Duhu Nimne Lamini Nasar. So you have someone who went against the Gzeir of a Tzibur, you have a communal Gzeir, or he was over an Avera. Seems like Rafahesil. We'll see what that means. Lani, so he could still be counted to a minion unless they put him in Cherem. Once they put him in Cherem, he cannot be counted for a minion. Let's see the Mishavur Sivkatan Manvav Aishav Avera Kasav Primagadim Dafka Avera Shav Latiyavan. That's if he did an Avera Latiyavan. He had a taiva to eat. Uh, he was in the middle of nowhere. That's the only food they had. Some cheeseburger and he ate that. Avalahachis, but someone who had everything to eat, he did a lahachis. He was upset at Kadesh Baruchu. Afidu Badavarachid, if it was only one Avera. He wanted to eat the bugs. These Averis are as if he was Kuiper Bechol Tarakula. Dina Ka'akum, Halacha is, he's like a guy, has many Nafkaminas and Halacha regarding ribbis and inviting people for Yontif. Venim Estar, if he cannot join in for a minion. <coughs> However, if it was just a, an Avera, so as long as they didn't put him in Khirim, he could. Be counted for a minion. Lenny do if they didn't put him in I feel a very shachayev of misa. Even if it's an aver, he was a boilanita or something like that. By the time the siv achan chot to Yisrael, after be shachata, even though he sinned Yisraelu, who v'tu shase it's an awesome maramakam. He still has a din of Yisrael, and you could be counted for a minion unless they put him in chayim. Now the katanikah karam, those that are called that are in the community of the karam, the karites. They cannot join for a minion. They don't agree to, they don't uh, believe, acknowledge He cannot be joined in for a minion. Now, this Maramakim raises the following, you know, brings out the following question, which is coming up now that we're in the middle of the winter or heading towards the winter, a good winter to everyone. The, the classic office minion in Shiloh. So, in many communities, Baruch Hashem, they have from businesses, and in some communities you have dozens and dozens of from employees, and you have minyanim uh, kavua, especially your your mincha uh, minion at the office. However, in some communities you only have a handful or so of regular uh, on the program from a yidin, and you have some employees, some Israelis, some uh, other people in the building that are Jewish. But uh, not yet from. And the question is, can you count them in for a minion? So from this Maramokim, it sounds like if they don't believe in Tarsha Shabbat, you can't count them for a minion. So that raises the question: How do we deal? How do we define uh, unaffiliated Jew bizman hazeh? I was asked over Yantif. This is the first time uh, that it was a multiple. Uh, that it was it was asked a few times over the same Yantif, but uh, could be. People were inviting a lot more people this year. I don't know why. But you had a... There's a question. Your people are barbecuing or they're making food on Yontif itself versus just simply warming things up. And they're inviting unaffiliated Jews for cure purposes or Lailenu a mixed marriage, hopefully to, to, uh, to the car of them. And the question is, can 
we invite them on Yantav. Halacha is you're allowed to cook for Yisrael, Lechem, V'le'le Nachri. You're not allowed to cook for a Nachri. Not only are you not allowed to cook for a Nachri, there's a Gzera, the Rabbanon. One is not allowed to even invite uh, a non-Jew on Yantav. Shema Yabra B'Shvila. You might end up cooking for him. So over here, not only do we have a shy of inviting the unaffiliated Jew, which is a question on the Rabbanon level. The question is, does he have the status of an Akum, which many Akronim say they do. An unaffiliated Jew has the status of an Akum, at least L'chumran Yantif. Over here, they're not dealing with simply a question of inviting them, which is only a question on the Durapana level. And perhaps a Rav Kavimeko. Over here, we're dealing with Deraisas. You're cooking, you're putting a steak on the grill for a unaffiliated Jew. You're dealing with a very serious Shaila and Halacha. And this is a, not a Hilchas Yantif discussion, but uh, this, this, this question comes up. So what do you do in an office minion? So without getting into any Ma'amakoimus here, if someone has the Shiloh, they should speak with a Rav. Amongst other questions you should ask when you have a, uh, when you're running a from when you're running a business regarding Shabbos and Kashras and all types of things. I would just quickly mention two things. Number one, you have to take into account the fact that many employees, the Frum guys, are gonna going to end up missing Mincha the entire winter uh, season if we don't put together a minion. So that's a strong consideration to to make a minion. Additionally, these Yidin that are not yet affiliated, it's a chance for them to come into the office, get a Danish, get a coffee, schmooze with the Chevra, and perhaps it's a, it's, a, it's a significant opportunity, it's a serious opportunity for Kiro. On the other hand, many of these people don't know the first thing about Yiddishkeit. You have to figure out, are they Mammon or not? You could ask them, do you believe in God? Perhaps that's a step. But more, most importantly, from a practical standpoint, if these folks are number seven, eight, nine, and ten of the minion, and they're not answering Amin, and they're not paying attention to Chazar Sashats, answering Kedusha, and the like, you're running into questions of Bracha Levatala. So it really depends on the people. Sometimes you have Israelis that understand the structure of davening, and they can say Amin, and Hishman Rabba, and they can Davishman Esrei. So there's, or you have older Russian Jews in some of the Brooklyn offices that have this question over the years, where it, they, they, they know. They know what to do, so to say. They're, they know the program, but they just don't keep tired mitzvahs. So perhaps one could be more makele in those situations versus when you have situations where people have no clue. They don't know the first thing. They, they just they put a yarmulke on their head and told them to come stand there. Very difficult to be mitzvah them to a minion on a practical level. How exactly is it going to help and allow you to say chazar shots? And additionally, even with the Israelis, you might want to think about doing a Hecha Kedusha, even though really Hecha Kedusha should not be done in an office, perhaps in the yeshiva. There's an old minog brought down in the Beis Yosef and in other places. But if people are not going to pay attention, you have 10, 11 people anyways. So that's something, another thing to, to discuss with a Rav. Should we be doing a Hecha Kedusha for the office Minchaminian?